0: Yeah. Namaste, all. I welcome you all to this 46th session of Guru Bodha. We have with us Dr. M.B. Gurajasar. On behalf of all of us, I cordially welcome Dr. M.B. Gurajasar to this session. Namaste, sir. Namaste. I dedicate this and all of my works at the holy feet of Dr. A. Chandrasekhar Gurupa. Dr. M.B. Gurajasar is a practitioner and also an Ayurveda professor. He practices at Dhavala Pentacare Ayurveda Treatment Center in Shumoga. For consulting or to get guidance on cases, please uh, visit easyayurveda.com guru So this class is made live for Easy Ayurveda weekly class subscribers. Uh, to sign up, go to easyayurveda.com slash video classes. Uh, first point of the day is insect bite versus food allergy rashes. So how to differentiate? And then in the treatment, does it affect whether the insect bite or food allergy rashes? If the cause of the allergy is different, does the medicine choices and treatment choices also change? Uh, The question I was asked by one of the participants, for a person with sensitive skin in general, how can we distinguish between a skin reaction due to aganthuja causes, aganthuja means external causes such as insect bite, mold, environmental factors, etc. versus the internal causes related to diet lifestyle food allergy so what are the f- clues to help differentiate so i just collected a few uh, insect bite r- skin rashes and also a few of the you know food allergy skin rashes so these are the insect bite rashes and these are some uh, allergic highs which are not due to insect bites Uh, Good as a second, please uh, take us through the points here. See very clearly. First of all,
1: the question is aimed at a person with a sensitive skin. So, when a person is sensitive skin, then we need to go for his history regarding any time in the life earlier to this phase whether he had any such, uh, such sort of any allergies or any skin bite or whether the skin is very sensitive to any simple bite or it may be mosquito bite or something like that that we need to get it the information from the history. Second thing is very clearly if it is any sting bite or it may be any other important bites are there where a possibility of a remnant of the sting may be present in the wound site and it will be localized to one place. If it is a food allergy it will be completely all over the body in various places including mm, the face or abdomen thighs and everywhere it can be observed so uh, entirely different you can make out but thing is that even if it is a food allergy or any allergy other than than that due to any of the uh, insects bite or something like that only if it is a very poisonous insect, if it is bitten bitten, then we need to be very uh, emergent uh, action should be taken otherwise the protocol of approach would be once again same uh, one which is aimed at reducing the allergic pattern of it or reducing the immediate action which may be due to kapha pitta and vata in a tridoshija pattern we can get it but in a predominancy of if it is a food related usually it will be either Pitta and Kapha in combination will give rise to uh, allergic manifestations so that's why we need, we will come across with lot of uh, Shita pitta cases, articular rashes which is usually food related otherwise insect bite is very clearly here and there, there are one or two bites will be there very prominently that bite area will be reddish in color and uh, typical uh, features will be they are from differentiating from the allergic hives allergic hive doesn't have a central part or a pit or something like that so which can be easily make out in case of an insect bite but in case of a mosquito bite also resulting in a skin allergic manifestation um, sensitivity then we don't find such type of bite mark which may be triggering the things but that can be taken only from the information of the uh, patient while taking the history so while taking the history that, that
0: needs to be understood Treatment-wise, how it would differentiate between, uh, you know, when insect is bitten or, or versus when allergic hives are so
1: Basically, if it is a serious nature of uh, allergic reaction is taking place and the history is giving the information that was in a bite, then it is uh, better to not to take uh, venture into the way of giving a allergic medicine or whatever it is better you just because maintaining the vitals of a person and uh, if a life is a threatened then we need to give a specific antidotes in the form of uh, rapidly acting injections or something like that so that type of cases we need we know to take it only other type of things where there is a sensitivity and once there is a insect bite or something like that it goes on scratching the things or it may be a child or it may be an elder so this type of allergic manifestations are there then definitely we have to go for the treatment on the lines of Kota,
0: Udarda, Sheetapitha, that type of treatments we need to do. So, uh, medicines like Haridra Kanda and Gandhika Rasayana, those would be useful. So, what are the medicines that you suddenly start thinking when an allergic hive manifestation is there?
1: Definitely, when there is an allergic hive manifestation, the drug of choice would be Bruhath Haridra Kanda along with that Mahamandhistadhi Kashaya and even Ganga Rasayana, and more so Khadir Arishta along with that if I feel it is from the abdomen I mean um, from the internal maybe because of the food then I will go even for the Vidanga Arishta many a times if that uh, allergic manifestations are there the combination of Vidanga Arista uh, and Tandakara Sanyana Kashaya of course Kanda is the first drug in the treatment line so these things will definitely give you quite uh, good, good uh, convincing
0: mm-hmm. results. But like I mean even for the insect bite also there are some medicines that are you know, usually indicated like we have uh, Sanjeevani Vati and Vilwadi Gulika, Lodra Seviadi Kashaya, uh, Chokachini Chuna, etc. If it looks very safe or how to differentiate between an emergency condition or related to insect bite that patient may go into a shock and are there cases in which we can
1: dare to treat see we can definitely go for a treatment only if there is no angioedema and uh, severity of the swelling in the body and such type of things are not under uh, widespread rashes if it is not there then and the uh, history of the patient these things are developed within a short span of one hour or two hours then it is emergency we need to be very cautious in handling these two cases or it may be due to uh, these conditions have started slowly evolving over a period of uh, one day or two days, then no, don't worry, we can uh, manage them because it's a slowly progressive thing and in that conditions,
0: definitely we can handle with uh, the drugs available at our resource. Especially in, uh, if there is like Lyme disease and all, things can become very uh, uh, you know very serious, very fast. Because there are, um, the first question itself is person is having a sensitive skin.
1: So we don't know what sort of sensitivity, whether it is a drug-related allergy or whether it is due to hereditary factor or is the born characters, all these things need to be understood and uh, whether the person is having such type of allergies in the earlier also and how it was uh, remitted I mean how it was reduced. So all these things need to be understood. Otherwise, simply every cases come, and I'll take all the cases and I'll try to treat it, then there may be trouble. So we need to be very cautious while taking these type of allergic things. The person having a chronic allergy and even manifestation is also taking very slowly in that definitely we can use our drugs which gives result in
0: twenty-four hours to forty-eight hours. So yeah. such type of things management can be done. Yes, sir, pa- patient being sensitive or having previous history of the allergic hives getting into out of control and you know getting hospitalization so those cases uh we should be very there's a question from the student here like rasamanikya Sindura, can can those be uh, an option in case of allergies sir definitely but i don't recommend
1: in any patient with such sensitivity is there so when there is a sensitivity we need to be using as far as possible Certain drugs which cannot cause any untoward incident, and they themselves are very strong and potent. These Malla Sindhura and these things are very, very strong. I suggest that Malla Sindhura, Rasamanika, such type of things only where there is respiratory issues are there in a patient with allergic manifestations, like breathing difficulty for a shortness of breath, maybe because of since last one hour or two hours, something like that, then to bring out, uh, I mean, uh, giving a uh, very standard and very important uh, information, we can use uh, this particular drug, which will give you very good result also. So in that condition, malasindurandisnam can be used, but of course that should be given from a reputed company with uh, very clearly one who has passed through the, all the standards protocol by manufacturing of the, those drugs, such drugs only can be utilized in treatment and
0: definitely it will give you result. And there are like two points there. One is that uh, unless we have a facility in our uh, clinical setup to manage if the patient goes south, because in in case of allergic disorders, especially insect bites, uh, sometimes neurological symptoms such as facial palsy or different types of neuropathies can develop, patient can suddenly go into shock. Uh, heart rhythm irregularities can be a symptom and then in in some cases patient will uh, have like a cognitive defects impaired memory, lack of orientation etc. Sometimes it so happens that patient when comes and takes the treatment he will be normal but when he goes back he, he can develop these symptoms and suddenly people may think that because of our medicines the patient is having that. So we should be very careful first of all we should be having thorough knowledge of any disease that we are treating and second point is, we should be careful about uh, consequences, and only if you are thoroughly equipped with all the emergency management facilities, only then we should venture. We should be careful, sir. See, definitely. See, even I will say another one thing. See, whenever a patient comes of this nature,
1: if you have a setup of uh, IPD, then only you handle those cases and admit a patient for a short duration give a, after considering all the history and it is what they're given what may be the possible insect which i might have been bitten and everything once all these information you are collected then i'll make a patient to get admitted then give a medicine or a second dose or then only patient is stable then you can send the patient home so you should be very cautious nowadays because stringent laws are there so in order to protect yourself from all these law related issues. It is better to handle these two cases in an in-house facility if it is there. Then only you can handle this. Otherwise, if you feel it is uh, emerging in a very fast manner, this manifestation, then better avoid the uh, treatment and send the patient to higher center where those uh, facilities are available which can handle the things with uh, chemical medicines and use uh, specific antidotes
0: or broad-spectrum antidotes, which can be. And uh, another question related to that, for example, Malla Sindhura is there, or Rasa Manikya, or any such Rasa Aushadis. I have started the practice, like I'm a new Ayurveda doctor, and I have read read about all these things, but I have not uh, started using it. So, uh, before we start using it, like, how to start using a new medicine especially as serious as Uh, Mallasindhura first of all obviously is the knowledge of the medicine thoroughly and side effects etc see first of all we need to
1: understand uh, what is Mallasindhura how it is prepared how a genuine medicine of malasindura will be there all these things we should learn in our college uh, activities of learning and in the same manner in the internship where in that time we need to observe how our you know, teachers or gurus they are using this malasindura or these uh, drugs in front of us to that patients then how it is going to respond and what precautions they are taking. These are practical uh, first-hand information should be there to a, even a young doctor. Once he observed these things in front of his eyes that how the medicines are working and how the medicines are given definitely when he practices in a private practice in a, independently definitely you can handle with those type of things but when you are not at all seen how your uh, teachers or your gurus are using these things and suddenly you want to use it pre uh, just to have all these setups and understanding then thorough knowledge of this and which company should be selected how it should be how it looks and what is the dose what is the anupana all
0: this will be taken in care then accordingly you can use it yeah, and, and also probably you should consult those who are already using it and take uh, take note of the dose and the method of usage also, sir. So. See, uh, what is the method
1: of using and what is the dosage and everything, it is written in the books. Theory part of it is very clearly. it is there, you can read and understand. But thing is, in front of you, if your teacher is using in a way, in a condition where exactly what are the he has observed, what is the uh, presenting complaints in a patient, then accordingly in those condition how our acharyas or gurus have used it, these particular uh, malasindura rasamanike in what doses in what anupana and how the result was so when such practical knowledge in front of your eyes if it is there then that will be more uh, supporting and more convincing and gives more
0: confidence to use those drugs in our uh, practice in future and regarding the oil application for allergic skin manifestations this this let's consider it as non insect bite food allergies etc so when there is like severe itching uh something like marichadi taila or nalpamara oil or uh, somaraji thaila could be useful sir definitely such oils can be useful but
1: may not be give you full result until unless you give some medicines for the pitta allergic manifestations which goes internally the internal medication is a must and then only we can support it with the external applications these external application of oil and all those things which only is temporarily uh, give a soothing effect so that's the reason we can use it and of course not every um, patient will respond to mahamarichaya taila or nalpamaral taila. so that is the individual things are there you need to be very cautious while using mahamarichaya taila, and where there is already itching and the patient is scratched and skins and skin surface is open and if you apply mahamaricha, definitely a patient will have a burning
0: sensation. So we need to be very careful in using those things. In any case of allergy, do you have like a diet list which you hand over the patient and tell them to exactly avoid them? Very specifically, all those deep oil fried
1: material, those which contains dhadi in it and all uh, non vegetarian items, non-veg source of protein, and these are things and any specific he has observed like some people may be having an allergy towards uh, Moringa and some may having allergy towards groundnuts, some may have allergy towards spinach or something like that or uh, spicy uh, materials. So uh, we'll get information in the history also certain times, patient will tell very clearly I have eaten Bhaji or something like that or Pakoda or something like that, after that I started even getting these uh, itching sensation and these hives I started. So very clearly gives an idea what
0: should be avoided is there any thaila which uh, can be used uh, for daily abhyanga for a person who does not have any rash but has sensitive skin definitely you can use mahamarichadi thaila in a mild dose or you can use even nalpamradi thaila no issues with that thaila, if you like such in different ways you know some ayurveda doctor some ayurveda promoter had so it is considered as one of the baby massage oils uh just a, a interesting uh, observation there like uh nalpamari oil if you search it will give like nalpamari oil for baby massage etc moving on to, uh, to the next uh, uh next topic Sorry. it is
1: a chronic nature of uh, itching or something allergic manifestation is there even simple coconut oil will also do good for the south indians and even in North Indians, it is, uh, mustard oil is also simple, plain mustard oil also good for application of abhyanga for on a daily basis, which will improve their skin texture, skin tone and skin sensitivity
0: also will be reduced. This can be used I mean, in a regular manner. And there is a question regarding drumstick, can drumstick cause allergy? Uh, its fruit or its leaf, uh, leaf powder is available as a supplement. So. See, anything on this earth including the
1: sun and earth everything can cause allergy but it depends on individual sensitivity not everybody will have allergy to everything so whichever for example certain people once they eat chicken they will get allergy once they eat fish they will get allergic manifestation if they eat moringa drumsticks then they will get allergic manifestation if they eat brinjal then they get allergic manifestation some they go for a groundnut, then they'll get allergic manifestation. And sometimes one for the golden bee, that kaju, cashew nuts also can cause allergic manifestation. Sometimes for people, they, some they use pickles, various pickles that also can cause allergies. like this, there are plenty of issues are there. We need to address while taking history, you'll get a lot of information about this allergic sensitivity and other things. You can face a question in such a manner that that patient will give you many other clues
0: What it may be causing the things. Yeah, Uh, there was a a funny incident in uh, in Twitter. Traveler was traveling in uh, in the flight, and somebody was eating like a groundnut, groundnut or peanut. uh, Sorry, forgotten. And there was a person who in the in in the same flight who was like severely allergic to this groundnut so the attendant came and asked him to not to eat it and completely close it and they seized it and took out the groundnut away from him so he came to the uh, twitter and he he made a big thing out of it then you know some skin specialists there in the twitter etc they started uh, counseling and saying that some people are even allergic to groundnut powder in the air also it can also cause allergy so uh, like you rightly said anything and everything can can cause
1: allergies definitely anything can cause allergy people are there with very sensitivity even people have allergy to milk if they drink some milk proteins or even uh, paneer or something
0: like that then also they can get allergy uh, allergy or sesame seed or anything uh, can be fatal to uh, some people and uh, like you said sun also can uh, cause allergy, so that is related to our next question is there any aerobic possibility for treating keratosis keratosis is like rough scaly patch on the skin that arises due to long sun exposure so sun causing a disease here yeah. so this is one case of Uh, actinic keratosis. Can please guide through a few possible treatment ways, sir? See, actinic keratosis is is basically
1: because of the uh, long exposure to these skin surfaces to the sun. Sun rays where ultraviolet radiation is more. So, and usually those who have a tendency to have a sun bath and the beaches will have or those who work in the sun for a long duration, they will have this and especially these uh, actinic keratosis is uh, very common in those who are brownish tinged or white people so these people will have this exposure and they cause uh, get, they get these things and particularly this actinic keratosis happens most probably in the later part of the life that is after 50 years but those who have a tendency to get exposed to sun for a long duration in earlier ages maybe to get the t- skin tanning so they may also get this in future and that may sometimes actinic ketosis may turn out to be into a melanoma later convert into or even squamous uh, cell carcinoma something like that
0: so there are many such issues are there one of the typical things that uh, about it is that sometimes it, it starts looking like something like wart uh, an extra layer of uh, skin over the normal skin uh, so, and and what are the medicines that we can think about sir the
1: very less number of medicines in the scope for that because it's uh, all in tiny patchy areas to a uh, comparatively bigger rhythm uh, irregular borders with uh, discolorations and uh, comparatively usually hyper colored or chromed material will be there in that and it won't cause any allergic manifestation or itching sensation or anything like that only a few people will develop from that converted into melanoma or something like that. So in that, you know, it is better uh, to avoid the sun exposure is the one criteria. And the second thing is, what we can do is at our disposal, those things which can reduce ultraviolet radiation, like using Kumari-based creams or some protective mechanisms or applying a coat of um, cream or something like that, which prevents the skin to get exposed to sun, something like that. We can manage it, but still, this is happening only in those areas which are having more ultraviolet radiation
0: in the sun rays. And for those who had a previous history of like actin uh, actin keratoses, or even for that matter, the previous uh, case like uh, allergic hives, probably seasonal virechana should be given to them so so that the and the oral skin health is maintained properly, sir. See, regularly going for a detoxification
1: may be helpful, but we cannot justify or we cannot very clearly and convincingly say that if you go on regularly doing um, this type of operation and these things, definitely will not land up in acne keratosis. This cannot be justifiable because of such studies that we need to be done, then only we can with uh, confidently we can say that. Right now, so there is no such studies which can contribute any
0: information saying that this is a very good one and uh, yeah, regarding Ayurvedic equivalent for sunscreen with al- aloe vera etc do you have any recommendations sir? maybe we have one uh, sun protection cream from lalas available in the
1: market and then uh, we have some uh, Fresh and uh, even shade there is one thing so we these things can be used at the, after the post exposure to avoid or reduce the thing and only thing is sun production which gives. of course it is not purely Ayurveda it also has some other ingredients which are very common in the those uh, containing uh, ultraviolet radiation reducing ointments such type of things
0: sf fifteen or body by something like that and that is there so uh, there's a question here that once I heard from an Ayurveda practitioner that cashew nuts can increase clay dye in the body probably he is referring to uh, allergic Reaction to cashew nut only. So cashew nut increases kleda in the body. Uh, kindly share your views on this, sir. See, it may
1: increases or something like that. It's not only kleda. Cashew nut is pitta karaka. If you eat lot of cashew, it increases the pitta, and in pitta, it also has dravatva as one of the quality of pitta. So. Dravatva of the Pitta is also increased and Pushna guna is also increased because of these two combinations will have itching sensation. I cannot say it increases
0: the Kleda. It increases the Dravatva of Pitta. Usually the early morning sun exposure or evening sun exposure when the sun in intensity is less that will not cause any uh, any type of actinic keratosis only the optional hot sun causes it sir. It's very difficult to say that
1: because we have a lot of uh, patients with uh, age-related spots because the age spots which also look like uh, actinic keratosis but it is very common even those who are not going to the sun also sometimes develop it at the age when they are crossing 60s or 70s you might have seen in in, uh, people those who are uh, very old in their skin even on a hand or face or even chest exposed area, V area of the chest, you'll come across uh, this type of, uh, uh, spots are there. And that's why it's one of the important causes that it is due to sun exposure, but the sun exposure is not only the cause there are maybe plenty of other causes also, maybe genetically he is predisposed to have these conditions. So many other things are there because maybe his skin is white.
0: That's also one of the reason. So many issues are there. Uh, thank you. There, sir. And moving on to the next topic, is a question on nose block recently I have a condition where my right nose blocks while sleeping and doctor said it is nasal mucous inflammation and since a month I'm using spray rhinomaxial of which I have uh, not much knowledge he said it could be due to allergy Uh, so nasal mucosal inflammation possibly due to allergy Uh, what are the things to consider and, and how to approach the treatment Please, sir? Okay. See definitely
1: uh, allergic manifestation will lead to mm, see even in the night time the air also contains more moisture or something like that or during particular season in a year we'll have these type of things maybe maybe in the winter season and during the rainy season when the moisture is more in the atmosphere then the breathing air contains more moisture or uh, humidity that will lead to stimulate the mucus cells, I mean uh, layer in the inside the nose and may start secreting more and more mucus. So, in this also, just like that, Vyosha Divati or Dashamula Kutukatraya, are these type of drugs and even Purhataridra Kanda will definitely give a sufficient result, and even including Trifalagogulu, to
0: some extent gives the uh, results. If you are talking about individual ingredients, then spices like trikatu along with thermaric uh and along with uh, uh you know mucus reducing medicines like wasa and dashmula so that that's where we are heading towards right so definitely such type of medicines will definitely help to reduce the condition so could you please explain how humidity stimulates the mucus sec- secretion humidity is the moisture in the air so it stimulates kapha dosha and you know mucus secretion is again kapha dosha related sir definitely Definitely, because
1: there is a coldness. That cold also triggers the coldness inside the body and reduces, increases the efficiency uh, of mucus, and many times, particularly, this is not happening with everybody. Those who have sensitive skins, the sensitivity for cold and allergic ma- manifestations are very common in them. In Those patients will have, even in the same family, we have six or seven members only one or two will having suffering from these things that's other people are not suffering even though their uh, food is same their living area is same the air what they're breathing almost same but still two may be suffering and the uh, main mother may, may not be suffering from these of things so it's very particularly the individual sensitive in that body in a pre-existing condition inside will support that and uh, the moisture present in the air can also become a stimulating factor
0: Moving on to the next topic, which is uh, again related to the previous one. Okay. Namaste sir. Can you please guide on treatment protocol for ear clogging post sinus infection recovery. Present symptoms are unilateral ear blockage with reduced audibility and popping sounds and swallowing and pain on pressure on the ear area. Sinusitis symptoms like nasal blockage, headache, sinus pain, etc. are resolved. So there's a thing called a station tube which is there in the middle ear which which opens up into the nasopharynx area like that you can see here so though sometimes the mucus and sinusitis and the local infection is clear so this station tube can be blocked which can give the ear blockade symptoms, sir. See definitely we need to understand inside the ear
1: maybe the extranoidum in this entire area is aligned with such a cells which can produce a sebum type of material uh, which are secreted to maintain the health of those canals and many a times we come across that people uh, while taking bath water enters the ear, and uh, sometimes even that uh, it is not uh, removed properly and this will mix with this sebum and inside that secretions and will totally become and um, good in mean, what in ayurveda we use the term and in that condition that needs to be taken out and if it is very solid then also it causes pain or when it becomes infected when it is contacted with the water then there will be a chance of uh, sinusitis or something like that or even if to otitis media or something like that so in these conditions definitely there will be different types of sounds while swallowing and pain in the ear and around the places it's very common and even audibility is also reduced so many issues will be there for this also, once again, uh, the best one is applying an you know, oil, particularly to the ear, it is uh, Abhamarga Ksharathaila, this is a very good one for this condition. Then we have Pupilakugulu, very clearly useful for these conditions, Dashmula the Katukatraya Kashayam, that's also one of the important thing and these type of medicines, definitely even uh, septaline tablet and even Haridra Kanda will definitely will help. But very important one is, is Abhamarga Ksharathaila because when it is uh, poured into the ear it will not only uh, clear the contents it also avoids and changes the pH parameters there and avoids the growth of bacteria or anything that so thereby that whatever the possibility of infection and carrying that and even the post infection any sequel is there that will also be taken care of and even because it's basically oil it even makes the karna gutha the mm, earwax and to melt into salt, we let it become soft, and then it can be easily removed out from the uh, external artery meatus.
0: So that will be definitely clearing the things. And, and also, in cases of sinusitis associated with the eustachian tube infection or blockage, I, I've seen that this uh, steam therapy with like hot water added with a little bit of eucalyptus oil and camphor is very effective sir i mean it relieves the blockage instantly if, if it is just a temporary one Every blockage removal can be done but once
1: whatever the vapors we are giving when they get condensed these vapor contains modern molecules and once again it gives rise to issues. so in those condition it is better to take them in a dry format not in the vapor format and second thing is whenever this type of uh, vapour needs to be taken it is uh, as far as possible should be avoiding the at least contact of moisture in the later plot because once again once these vapours get cooled down the eustachian tube or anywhere in the external mat is definitely that area once again that moisture will get turned to water and that water content inside once again causes problem it is better to avoid those things using oil, particularly the apamarga Taila, That's a wonderful oil which clears most of the chronic otitis media or acute otitis media and even the eustachian tube blocks or even the karna guta, or even when there is unusual sounds or even pain, everything will be suppressed by um, uh, regularly using apamarga Taila,
0: And that is a wonderful drug for these type of diseases. With your narration, probably rather than steam. Probably Dhumapana would also be a better choice sir, to dry out. Definitely, Dhumapana would be better only if it is purely of Kafaja nature.
1: Person is having some issues or blockages which is due to some infection or some allergic parameters, then duma can also create, once again, an allergy or irritation. We need to be very cautious while doing this, duma and these things.
0: Somebody asked for a picture of the ear again. That is normal uh, ear anatomy picture that I uh, quoted. And uh, there was a question which uh, which was that in, in case of like age-related carotidosis or age-related thick skin lesions that develop on the neck, on the either side of the nose, uh, on the cheek area, etc. So that will be thick and only solution that is given uh, is by the dermatologist is to go for the removal of that. Uh, through radiation uh, therapies etc so is, is there any oil or any sort of powder or any medicine which has that scraping effect which can remove the external dead skin layers see we need to accept certain things something
1: which has come to us because of our age we need to accept it if you want to clear your skin even at the age of 60s and 70s that is not right everything first of all in those age when it is there and you are trying to put some powder and going on rubbing on it that rubbing itself may get irritation and may end up in melanoma so don't do all such type of things if it is possible use a kumari based creams which will reduce the tone of the color of the uh, these lesions and gives the sufficient hydration to the skin which will maintain the hydration of skin and that is enough. Uh, even tonicity and um or the flexibility of the skin or elasticity of the skin is maintained by using this type of uh, creams or something like that. But trying to get rid of, of the pigmentation and that may not be possible. And anything which you are doing, something in a vigorous manner, if your luck is not favoring you, then you may
0: end up in trouble. Uh, can Apa Margaksharataila be used uh for preventive aspects also like Regular ear drop, maybe one or two drops a day, maybe. Uh, I don't think so. Regular, uh, the requirement will not be there. Maybe once in a
1: week, you can use it. Is the same oil useful in wax buildup also? Sorry. Definitely. It can be used even in that's what I said Karnaghuta. Technically, what we call it in Ayurveda diagnosis, it is called as Karnaghuta. In those conditions, also ear wax, we use this one. And while when you use this one, the earwax will get uh, liquefied and it becomes semi-solid and it can be easily swollen and it can be taken out of the tract.
0: Some of the ENT ear, nose, throat specialists using this uh, olive oil, this uh, medicine called as Solivax or Ear Drops by New Life Pharmaceuticals. So they gave this that's, that's simple olive oil and there are some other uh, manufacturers who add some chemicals to it in the uh, modern medicine, medicine manufacturers. So they give it, give the oil and as the usually is used in children, as to put the oil for 4 to 5 days continuously so that whatever the little wax is there it, it forms a select solid mass and then it is plucked out easily. Thank God if somebody, an allopathic doctor
1: or if somebody started using an oil to the ear otherwise they'll always pose such a question that why you want to put oil to ears? Your oil, your ear is not a machine that you require some lubrication. That's what they used to comment earlier when we suggested using oil and ear and Karna procedure. So now they're also realizing the importance of that. That's good. I'll let them use it. And using an oil, a simple oil, because we used to apply in when we are young, our mother used to apply as all well, coconut oil. We used to put a very coconut oil, few drops to the ear to remove the uh, ear wax. So it's uh, not a big issue that somebody may be using some oily oil, whatever the oil available across to them and which is familiar in those areas. Accordingly, the geo conditions, geographic locations, the people will use it.
0: At least now, you know, some I the education in the public and also in the uh, for other, uh, other doctors also. Previously, like, oh, oil in the air, it causes a lot of infection. There was a lot of uh, maligning and, uh, you know, doubts arise there so most youth prefer chemical ple- peeling of the skin treatments what's your view on it or can we do better in skin problems instead of these modalities i, I think gurus has already answered that probably taking care of skin by especially facial skin by regular face, facial abhyanga maybe with a little bit of kumkumari thyla drops or uh nasya uh, uh, regular nasya with oil or sesame oil oil pulling all those things will naturally take care of the facial skin rather than chemical peeling, etc sir. definitely see after that when you are young you
1: always try to feel that and continue to be young and you have a lot of energy in that period and you will have all sort of uh, experimentation mindset you want to experiment every each and everything and uh, whatever we have seen is very absurd uh, human nature. When we are young, we apply lot of uh, bleaches to the hair and make the hair white, then apply different color to that, those things and all these things are done. Then same thing which is happens at 35 or 40, a hair becomes gray, then they start worrying when they are young they used all these things to do a uh, fashion in the name of fashion or something like that but once it is naturally happening then they are feeling problem for that similarly from skin color or maintenance of the glowing skin and all those things first thing you try to understand this your skin texture and skin is contribution of your parents to you it is a genetical predisposition first thing second thing is how to maintain its youthfulness or its health as far as possible by maintaining the uh, good protocol. So in that good protocol where adding the damage to skin, it is consuming a very good quantity of uh, sufficient or optimal quantity of water, making a cleansing and uh, understanding very clearly that whatever the hydration required for a person, optimal level, then applying oil, regular going for abhyanga and uh, repeatedly once in a while you going for the nasya karma and uh, sleeping early, getting up early in the morning and all these things and of course eating a nutritious uh, food everything contributes for the skin once you are using a lot of electromagnetic uh, gadgets like mobile laptop and all such other things definitely we are surrounded with a lot of other issues and they may even damage the skin so and even the the way we you know, seeing all these uh, mobile chats and all those things so till uh, late in the night one o'clock one thirty-two, then we'll go to sleeping so this is also going to definitely spoil the skin texture and color so if it is to be maintained then we
0: need to uh, at least do all these things in the right kind of things then definitely it will maintain regarding water i always get this question like how much water to drink take either the experts who would say five cups and then somebody says eight cup then somebody somebody would go back to the original version like it's on it depends from person to person this is like we have answered like five to ten times like at least uh, blog comments etc but it keeps on uh coming yeah. up so
1: see definitely we can't tell that how much vyayama should be done by one person how much water should be taken from one person very clearly ayurveda says one third capacity of these stomachs should be filled with water and how much water should take see person one who is working in sun his requirement of water is more one person who is sitting in eac and doing work his requirement of water is less and even season variation will have effect so so many factors are involved so per days you cannot have a similar type of uh, water consumption no it is not possible so that depends on the season of the year and even the type of work what we are doing and even what type of food we are eating if you are eating a comparatively more spicy and something dry type of things then at the time of uh, digestion your body may demand more water so then you require a lot of thirsty and then you'll go for drinking water so like that there are plenty of issues are there we cannot simply say that uh, the, Oh, yeah, this much uh, five cups or five liter two liters no there is no such hard and fast rule it is individualized and customized to one person so it may be sufficient that other the way of is that you just check it up. generally if you need to check your urination if you are urinating six times per 24 hours then you are somewhere near to optimal level of consumption of water and you are taking sufficient uh, liquids into diet so that is one of the indicators how much it is there. If it is from six to eight, then sufficiently good. then beyond
0: eight, then we need to check for other diseases. I remember a case when uh, a lady was there, and she, she was told that drinking heavy amounts of water is good even for healthy people, and she started drinking heavy, and suddenly st- st- started using uh, washrooms more, and suddenly she started having fear of like diabetes, like I am, uh, I might be having polyuria and all. Uh, and going by the thirst signal is safe. It has, we should not be su- suppressed, it is told. So, probably, thirst is a good indicator also, sir. So, definitely, when you see that's the only thing. When you are feeling
1: hungry, you eat. When you are feeling thirsty, you drink. That is a basic line, and uh, that much only then. The, how much we need to do? We need to do it for till our satisfaction. And individual level of satisfaction varies from person to person. We cannot have a common like two liters is sufficient or three liters is sufficient no such
0: type of things are foolish it is not possible people who are not related to ayurveda or they were not following any healthy lifestyle uh, and they want to c- come to the fold of ayurveda or you know in- include a little bit of Ayurveda principles in uh, their lifestyle uh, so my first counseling point is regarding you know watch your thirst watch your hunger and you know eat based eat or drink based on that so this gives kind of a makes them self-aware and make makes them to watch their bodies and once they become watchful of their body signals, etc they also start naturally become self-conscious regarding health and they start eating healthy and all so eat and drink only when you're hungry and thirsty is is so very basic for Very clearly, very long back, people have said Hitabuk, Mita book, Kshuta book,
1: so a A very clear statement. book, Eat only those things which are conducive to body. Hitha book. Then they said Kshuta book. Heat eat only when you are feeling hungry. Kshuta book. Mita book. It should be in limited fashion. If it is limited according to the need, a requirement. So a rook
0: then he will be having arogya or health that's what even acharya is very clearly say thank you desa and uh, moving on to the question of uh, abhyanga during evening hours is it okay to perform abhyanga in the in the evening and not in the morning and if if done in the evening what are the things to consider is swedana a must if abhyanga is done at night because due to the cold nature of evening and night the oil may not go in deep into the skin and muscles. Or abhyanga done in a cold evening can it lead to stiffness? Uh, what are the points to consider here, sir? See, very typically we need to understand abhyanga
1: should be done in morning. There is no hard and fast rule that it should be done only in the morning. If you do it in the evening also, no issues. You can do it. But thing is. So make oil little bit warmer then apply to the body see whenever oil is applied to the body we need to have it should be in a warm condition that is the reason if you cannot apply the cold oil to the body it's always when abhyanga is done it will be having a supportive or something which is a favorable temperature in that that is one thing then whenever you do abhyanga followed by it is always either snana or swedana and snana it is a must because once you do Abhyanga, the excess oil present on the skin needs to be removed. And to remove that one, you need to go for Vedana first or you can directly go with a, with a warm water bath. That will definitely will remove the water, and for what purpose you are trying to do Abhyanga, that will fulfill. And just simply you are doing Abhyanga in the night and you are not taking any bath or anything like that, then leaving oil, oil on the body, then definitely instead of supporting your condition of Vata, it may worsen the condition so whenever abhyanga is done it is better to follow that abhyanga to be followed by a warm water bath but care should be taken that warm water should not be put to head head should be very very lukewarm water we should use to head otherwise it will going to cause problem
0: is yes, another very famous massage oil called as uh, bala ashwagandha ashwagandadi taila also called as ashwagandha bala lakshadi taila etc so could you please tell about the use of Bada Ashwagandha Di Thaila in females doing gym workout, targeting weight gain or what medicines are suited for women going to gym for gaining weight. So first let's understand the Bala Ashwagandha Di Thaila. Let's pull out the uh, shloka there. So it starts with Bala Ashwagandha Laksha, and its Kashaya is made then Rasna, Chandana, Manjista, uh, Durva etc are, are there. One, one uh, interesting thing that I uh, observed was uh, that uh, means it should be done in a very auspicious day considering the star constellation uh, day. So only good day is to be selected. And last line says that <laughs> so This Thailas formulation is done by none other than the Ashwini Kumaras, the Celestial uh, Doctors of the Divine World. And it it is told told that Nashanti Vividha Shiva Vata Roga, so it is told for Vata Roga. So because the question is on the, can it be used on women, But from the classical Vata herbs like Rasna, Ashwagandha, Laksha, and Bala etc. So, it, it also contains Chandana, Manjista, Durva, uh, Madhukar, Yasti uh, So, it, it also is sort of good for skin, also. See, definitely. Uh,
1: simply oil applying to the skin itself is Tvachya, uh, what we call it in Sanskrit. It is good for the skins. The thing is, if the target is to gain weight, then select a better oil. Why you want to go for Balashugandha Taila? You can go for mahamash Taila. We can go for Maha Taila which will definitely enhance the plumpiness. And second thing when you are going for a gym and workout and in gym you are trying to workout and it will only improve your body shape. In order to improve your body bulk you need to work out in such a manner and it will improve your Agni and thereby you consume a comparatively good quality protein and aharas and calories that will take up the shape and will give you the tonicity and improve the body weight and for that we can go for shatavari guda or even shatavari lehya so such type of things will definitely help for a woman to increase her body weight and body bulk in those who are lean and thin and for the, after the gym workout it is better to apply oil before the gym workout then we we'll go for a little bit of gym because that gym working will definitely dilates the vessels and helps to oil to penetrate deep and of course after these uh, oil application get a, go for a warm bath then consume these uh, foods it will improve your agni and after the agni is improved then use uh, that particular type of uh, proteins or maybe even masha material even maybe it containing uh, uh, any other proteins like milk that also can help you and depending on the other condition even if you are able to could eat the chicken mamsa that is also very good and then mamsam mamsena vardai very clearly said definitely the bulk of the things will increase and those who are vegetarian then for them uh, total vegan it is particularly masha masha and dairy or something like that with the masha prepared material if you consume then
0: slowly the bulkness of the body will increase can we use masha taila for regular abhyanga in babies or toddlers sir? definitely it can be used if the
1: baby is malnourished and baby is um, preterm baby or something like that, in those conditions it is better. Otherwise, for a regular healthy baby, in order to maintain the bone health and the tonicity of the muscle and all those things and for better growth, it is better
0: Barashvigandha on the tail, you know, especially for the muscles, the bones, uh, it's very useful. And what about head oil scalp application uh, in the night? Uh, what are the things to consider? Uh, this was in relation to the massage, uh, full body massage at night or evening. So, night, if the patient is having the, you know sinusitis or allergic rhinitis or one of the other respiratory issues, then there is this Kaffir threat. Also, whether we are using the sesame oil-based oils or coconut oil-based oil, that also uh, varies. So. Peculiarly, any oil Abhyanga done to the head
1: It it is preferably, it is better if it is done during daytime because once you apply oil to the head and you take bath and then the next next part of the day will be having more sun. So don't take an oil hair, a head boil or something like that, a head massage or something like the oil during evening hours or late night, next next hours of the night will be much more colder, which will be against the condition or intention of why we are used oil because if it is uh, increases the fullness definitely it will improve further vata and you may have all sort of problems with the sheetaguna which enhances the vata as well as kapha then uh, those two doshas combined together can cause disease condition so it is better to use the oil to the head preferably in day early morning then later later hours of the day will be having more sun and that is a more favorable condition to apply oil to the head